Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, so agree with me or not. But first, let me tell you this. If you're the 10th caller at 412-922-1020, you're going to win yourself a $25 gift certificate from Sorgles out in Wexford. So you're a photojournalist. You were up there at the Mistake <laughs> on the Lake Municipal Stadium for years covering the Browns. I did 20 years of play-by-play on the sideline in every type of weather. Look, I get it. People's safety. But have you ever known a football game to get canceled? Never. I mean, I've been in a lot worse conditions than that. I mean, Me too. You know, wind chills 20 below been out there trying to make a camera work and we get that wind coming off the lake oh i just i can't believe it i didn't know anything about it until i came in this morning and you told me i remember one time in east canton ohio being they had no room for us inside the unheated press box so we had to go on the roof with like a foot of snow that we had to push and scrape off the roof (laughs) and i basically did play by play for a whole 60 minutes in a just horrible wind and snow just coming down by the bucket. So, uh, look, I want people to be safe, but I also think that really puts the advantage back in the hands of Buffalo. But your Cleveland Browns yesterday, oh. I felt so bad for oh, the Cleveland Browns. Oh, you think Browns. you felt bad? Oh, man. That was just – yeah, uh, it's like Joe Flacco showed up 39 years of age. Yeah, no and, But, but no you kidding. said, too, they, they kind of got outcoached. They got outplayed in every level of the game. I mean, right. it, it, Houston really wanted it bad. And you didn't have such a bad drive in, huh? My drive. No, it was do not Do not go out until they get this cleared off. I'm in four-wheel drive, and, I mean, there was no pavement on the freeway. <laughs> you could not see pavement. Not a happy Sunday. But here's no. the thing, and Dr. Wong's been texting me, too. He was saying about how crazy the roads are. It'll get better, and it'll be a happier day ahead. But if you can stay home, please do so. But, look, we need a little winter. We haven't had this in a long time, so let's just I was looking forward, though, to being inside and watching the Steelers game. Yeah, me too. So now you don't have it, but they What time are they playing it tomorrow? 4.30. Oh, man. I know. I know. Well, but I've never, ever, ever in all the years have heard of them postponing an NFL game. It was nine degrees below zero at Arrowhead last night, and they played the game. So, I don't know. Anyway, I just want people to be safe, but that's the first. All right, what do you got for us today? Okay, lots of information to talk about. Back from the Mid-Atlantic Nursery Trade Show in Baltimore, Mrs. Know-It-All will be on later to see what she saw there. But uh, I'll be writing a story for Pittsburgh Earth Day and had a lot. always have a lot of fun in Baltimore, believe it or not. Yeah, the funny thing is, Rob, about Baltimore they don't have the same fan base as like a Steelers or a Browns dude. It's not rabid, like right? That. You don't see anything no anywhere. Pants, no flags. Right? No, nobody talks about it. You know, everywhere you go in Cleveland or Pittsburgh, you would be talking about the game. You'd be talking about this. They don't have that in Baltimore. And so, at this trade show, I always try and look for the trends. And one of the trends that I saw that continues is smaller plants. You know, I saw one place 
star roses and plants with a red bud in a container. Uh, I I discovered I put I posted these at uh, dougoster.com these really cool cool elephant ears which is colocasia uh, one called pharaoh's mask which is like green with uh, purple stripes redemption is this dark red with like a, a a bright red center and then one I grew last year from this company called Royal Hawaiian Waikiki which again has these just this great colorful variegation if you're just if you're used to elephant ears being just you know dark green or or black or whatever it might be or huge these colors are just amazing and so i posted them all on and they'll be available this year uh, in fact uh, Waik- uh royal hawaiian waikiki was available last year and elephant ears are easy to grow it's just a big bulb you stick it in a pot or wherever you want it to grow it's kind of it's tropical it looks tropical they're they're hardy to zone seven which is one zone cooler than us and then you just you store the the bulb like in your garage, unheated garage, something like that for the winter, and then bring it back out. Um, one place that I always stop that's it's nothing new, but it's something I really like is they're called cow pots, and they're made from this was a dairy farm that that figured out how to use their all their extra manure to make them into like a kind of a peat pot, only made out of manure. They don't smell. You put something like a cucumber or peas or zucchini, something that doesn't like its roots disturbed in there, plant that thing right in the soil. And that one, unlike the peat pot, will actually decompose during the season. And as it decomposes, it releases that uh, the fertilizer in it. So that's cool. My project uh, moves forward to try and get people to be able to grow my favorite winter plant. It's called Helleborus niger, and it is blooming, believe it or not, right now out in the garden. And this is the plant I'm always talking about that you can only buy right now is like a holiday plant, and then you got to figure out what to do with it, you know, when it gets cold like this, because it's just going to, you know, it can't, it needs time to get established. And so I found a nursery, uh, well, not a nursery, but a supplier that has nice-sized plants of this and they're inexpensive, and I'm going to figure out a way to get them into the nursery in nurseries, some of our sponsors in in their nurseries this spring, so people can grow this plant because it's evergreen with with really dark green foliage, deer resistant. Although they will sometimes nibble on the flowers, they have not in mind this year. Then you get blooms starting at the end of November, early December, and then. Like I said, they're still blooming now. This cold weather is going to slow them down, but they'll sit there. And then one of the last things that uh, I saw there at uh, the trade show are boxwoods that are bred to be disease-resistant. So boxwood blight hit Europe first. Uh, There's one called better boxwood uh, that I'm doing a story on. There's four different ones that, again— they're bred to resist boxwood blight, and boxwood blight has become a problem in our area here and there. It's not overrunning our boxwoods, but it is a problem. Uh, I'll be going to Phipps tomorrow to photograph the orchid and tropical bonsai show for social media and for the website. Uh, I love the orchid show. You know, once the roads are clear, uh, th- this is something to see. You know, there's not a big, there's not big crowds for it like the the winter show, and, oh, just to see the way that they display all the orchids and the bonsai, you know. 
that bonsai collection is just amazing. Uh, it you know you're looking at plants that are 40, 50 years old that they've been caring for like that, and just beautiful and always fun to be in Vips when it's like awful outside. Uh, after the break, we have a guest that I interviewed in uh, Baltimore, Kim Roman. Uh, she is uh, the author of this great, cool new herb book, which I love. And uh, I, I'll talk to her at 7.15, and then we'll talk to her a little bit after the, the news. As I said, Ms. Snow will be on a little later talking about what she saw at the Mid-Atlantic Nursery Trade Show. And I'm starting a whole new series of free weekly online classes. Thursdays at 5 p.m. working for Farm to Table, buy fresh, buy local. You know, I do a lot of work for them. They are able to provide these classes for free, and it'll be nine week nine week nine weeks every Thursday at 5 p.m. You just log on your computer, and we have an interactive thing where you'll ask questions, and we'll talk back and forth, or you can just watch it later. It's taped, uh, and this week it's all about indoor gardening fun and you know, with this weather today, it's definitely indoor gardening fun. I took the dogs out this morning. I said, this is definitely the official end of the season. And we had to wait all the way till January. Uh, I'll be talking about house plants, cool house plants, some of those uh, uh, elephant ears, orchids, uh, growing microgreens, amaryllis, paper whites, hyacinths, and a bunch of other things. So the details are all posted at dougoster.com. Still have a few seats left for... Uh, my August trip to the national parks. You can get all that information there, and do not do not go out on the roads today. It is absolutely awful until they get things cleared. I, I'm surprised, Rob, that you didn't have trouble getting in. It must have just hit after afterwards. Was, was, oh, the was, wind is blowing hard. Uh, it's really cold, and uh, my wife's in Ohio, so I, by by about five o'clock, I've got to have that driveway cleared. So. I'll, is it going to warm up, or what's going to happen? Do I have to get the snowblower out? I it's don't know. It's supposed to get better throughout the day, All according right. to uh, Felicia Woody. First alert forecast, as is the AccuWeather saying, it's going to get better. But we're going to be in this deep freeze till Thursday. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, I, I left the house a little after 3 this morning, and it was pretty much smooth sailing. Ugh. This was bad. This was the worst I'd driven in a long, long time. But now, just remember, we used to deal with this all the time. So uh, yeah, I know, I know. This is this is nothing compared to, oh, uh, this is to the real winter. But when you're not used to winter... And you, I wasn't expecting it, you know. So uh, the dogs were definitely shocked this morning. <laughs> all right, listen, we're going to take a break. We've got some really interesting stuff on the other side. Don't forget, it's all about chicken recipes next hour. Then it's Tri-State Neuropathy Centers. Uh, Dr. Sean Ritchie and I, Accurate Solutions at 10, two hours of the Coons Market Black and Gold Sunday Show. And then I'll be back with you today in the 2 o'clock hour with a special Sunday edition of Zachariah Brown's Law for the Elderly. So we got a busy day today with your Pratt Pack. Stay with us on KDK Radio. Vacations begin here at the Pittsburgh Travel Showcase presented by AAA Travel January 19th through the 21st at the David Lawrence Convention Center. There's exclusive discounts and convenient one-stop shopping. Tickets at pittsburghtravelshowcase.com where your adventure is waiting for you. I'm joined by my friend Kim Roman. She is the author of Growing Herbs for Health, Wellness, Cooking, and Crafts. It includes 51 culinary herbs and... And spices. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting in the lobby at the Baltimore Convention Center at the Mid-Atlantic Nursery Trade Show, and Kim and I see each other every year here. Tell me what inspired you to write this book, and how many books have you written? This is my second published book. Wow. Uh, I've 
written some unrelated uh, children's books, but they're, we joke they're not fluffy bunny books. It's on <laughs> infant loss, limb loss, oh, okay. <laughs> and Alzheimer's. So, let's go back to gardening. <laughs> let's go back to gardening, yeah. So why herbs? Why herbs? I have always been fascinated and wanted to grow medicinal herbs and I didn't have the space. I teach small space vegetable gardening, like square foot gardening. So I've never had a lot of space. Now, all of a sudden I read a couple of really good um, scientific articles about the components and the constituents that are in the culinary herbs are the same ones that are those that bring health as medicinal herbs do. So it's culinary herbs are what people are already growing in their gardens so you don't have to have a medicinal garden so what would like what would the difference be between like a culinary herb and a medicinal herb okay so a medicinal herb would be um, something like plantain um, that you aren't going to use in your food you're you can use a little bit of it for food but um, in general we're not talking about uh, things that you eat. It'd be something you'd specifically use for... Topical okay. applications right. or something like that. Uh, yeah. So when you're thinking about herbs and from a medicinal standpoint and they're culinary, what comes to mind first? Rosemary. <laughs> Rosemary is one of those that's good for your brain. It's good for your immune system. And, you know, and, and it's tasty. Easy to grow, right? Easy to grow. You know, in our climate, we can't overwinter it. It's rare to overwinter it where we're at, but it can be done, but you can also grow it inside. Exactly, and that was what I was gonna say. What people have to remember about rosemary specifically is that it comes from a Mediterranean country and it's near the ocean. So it's used to getting most of its moisture from above from the, the spray of the, of the salt water, basically. So if you bring it indoors, you're not gonna have to worry about uh, drenching the soil too much, but you're gonna wanna spray it every day. So how do you use the rosemary? You can do a lot of things with it. Uh, you could, of course, just putting it on a chicken or something like that is, is gonna make it delightful. Um, Part of it is also crafting, so I show a rosemary wreath. So anytime you smell rosemary, they say that it like um, kind of wakes up your brain. And so if you are going to study and you want to remember something and recall it, rosemary and rosemary oils or rosemary tea is the perfect thing for it. I just love the smell of rosemary when it's roasting in the oven. Yeah. I mean. I, that's a winter thing for me, but I'm sure you could do it any time of the year. But I just always have an extra sprig that I throw in there because, oh, it smells so great. Absolutely, absolutely. So what else in the in the book should we know about uh, when it comes to those herbs? Well, um, what I do is I take people from learning how to start seed to growing it to preventing or mitigating pests and diseases all the way into how to harvest and process because there's so many ways you can process it even dehydrating it are you going to use a dehydrator are you going to use a microwave are you going to use an oven or are you just going to use the air 
to dry out your herbs. So starting from seed, what are some of the easiest to start from seed? I, I've never, like, I've never grown anything like rosemary from seed. No. Okay. No, that's more, that would be from cuttings. Okay. It would be a lot okay. easier to yeah, do yeah. that. You can, but what you would have to do with the rosemary seed is you would have to stratify, whatever. Put it, throw it, it in the refrigerator. It has to be cold. Yeah. yeah cold <laughs> that's what we're trying to say. It that has to be exactly cold. That's exactly what we're trying to say. Yeah. So you put them in for several weeks into the refrigerator and then you bring them out and then you start them. But that's still really labor intensive. Yeah, yeah. So just either buy a transplant or right. if you know someone with a, um, a plant, established plant, just get cuttings from them. So what are the easy ones to start from seed? Oh, almost anything other than... <laughs> other than rosemary. Glad I brought that up. <laughs> but, you know, it could be your basil. Here's the thing. Basil in a lot of places, everybody loves basil. They say, oh, but it just dies so fast. Yes, it's not necessary. Where you live, it might not be a long-lived plant. So you, you start a couple of seedlings uh, one week, and then a week or two later, you plant another seed, and then keep on going so that you have a succession of that. So we get them started by seed and then talk a little bit about getting them out into the garden. I love growing herbs in containers. Yeah, um, absolutely. That is the best way to do it. When you're doing containers, like you usually do multiples, like you've got this herb plus that herb plus another herb. So basically herbs like two different environments. Some like sandy drier soil and the uh, the rest like moist moisture retentive soil so make sure that all the herbs you put in one pot are of all the same um, yeah they want the same they culture, want the same, same stuff right. you know so uh, one of the people I have a lot of people that I collaborated with on the book and one of them is a soil specialist with uh, Veteran Compost in Aberdeen, Maryland, and she also has Oxbow Farms also in Maryland. And she gives, gave me two recipes for each type of soil, and so you should be able to, good to go. So if I was gonna put a container together for things that like drier soil, because you know how hard it is to keep water in the containers, what would be some of the herbs that would go in, in there? Okay, so rosemary, of course, like we just talked about, and like, again likes to be sprayed uh, at the, the top. Uh, you could do thymes and oregano's um, and you could sneak a basil in there but you know right. maybe put a little extra water yeah. in that area. So let's talk a little bit about harvesting. Okay. What time of the day? Usually most of them like to be first thing in the morning when they're full of water so you could even at dawn go out there and water it to even make sure more there's more moisture in each cell of the plant. After the break, we'll hear more from Kim Roman, author of Growing Herbs for Health, Wellness, Cooking, and Crafts, includes 51 culinary herbs and spices. All right, you're going to want to get out to Janoski's later today when they open. But right now, if you're the 10th caller, 412-922-1020, you're going to win an amazing $25 gift certificate to Janoski's in Clinton. Let's get back to our interview with Kim Roman. She's the author of Growing Herbs for Health, Wellness, Cooking, and Crafts. We did this at the Mid-Atlantic Nursery Trade Show in Baltimore, and we were talking about the right way to pick your herbs. And any special ways to, to harvest? Like, I guess when I think about basil i just go and snip a couple and bring it in right and what i don't use i just leave in water 
Exactly, and that that's good, and not in the refrigerator. Okay. You, and you can put a plastic bag over that basil, so it does have a little bit of the moisture. Everyone is different. You're going to have to read now. the The thing of it is, is um, some of them, like chives, you would just grab the whole thing and cut it about one or two inches from the soil mm -hmm. level, and use that. Other ones, you're only going to want to maybe remove a third of the growth so you have to check each one that you do are there any herbs like we talked about you know a lot of the the things that we really know a lot about but are there some things off the beaten path that we could grow easily uh that we could add to to our dishes yes um actually i use culinary herbs and spices that we already talked about that saffron crocus is just very simple and it is the fall blooming crocus not what you get in the springtime and it is great because it has the three stigma they're bright red and you pinch them and you dry them out and you know how much saffron costs what, the, what isn't it the most expensive spice or one of the most one of the most yeah. expensive it's not it's not really um it's kind of a myth that it is the most expensive so for that fall blooming crocus when do i plant it if if it's a good i'll tell you what everybody talks about uh crocus bulbs they're not really bulbs they're corms c-o-r-m it's a corm and when you order them if it's a good supplier they're not even going to ship it to you until the right time of year okay. in your area and that is going to be uh september-ish september october and then next year we get right, our that blooms. same year oh the same the year the same year okay. i that's been my experience wow. with oh, it oh cool and then what do you use saffron for rice saffron rice <laughs> is just beautiful or saffron tea and that's extremely healthy as a matter of fact um you know again do your own research but they're looking at saffron for children with adhd and I'm ADHD, and you know I could really use a good, healthy dose of that. No wonder we would like each other so much. <laughs> boing, boing, boing. What's, what did you want people to get out of the book when you read when you wrote it? That you do not have to rely on medicinal herbs. Yes, there's a place for medicinal herbs, and again, I'm working with collaborators, and I do one of the chapters is written by an herbalist because I don't have that skill but I want people to not be afraid. These are things you're probably already growing in your garden anyway, so why not use it to make teas? Or um, I do a lot of herb-infused oils, mm. and then you can take those herb-infused oils, you throw salt in with it, and you've made a salt scrub for your skin. You put sugar in it, and you've made it um, into a sugar scrub for your skin. So you can turn around and use it for beauty. Don't just think of it as something to eat. What's the best way for people to get the book and to connect with you? All right, so the book is on pre-order on Amazon, so the best thing to do is to go to Amazon, and um, it will be mailed out in early April, but if you order it now, they're not gonna charge you right. your credit card until then, and it really does help an author if you do pre-orders, so you know that would be awesome. But that's it. But it's going to be in Barnes and Noble and independent bookstores, and have your library order it for you too.
And how do they connect with you? They can connect with me at, on my website, which is sfg, the number four, the letter U, dot com, like square foot gardening, sfg, number four, letter U, dot com. Um, anytime you're looking for me on social media, at your indoor food garden or at culinary herbs for wellness the whole word f-o-r and i'll have all that information posted at dougoster.com so you can find out where to get kim's book and how to connect with her kim great thank you so much good to see you again good to see you all right good stuff let's go right to the phones here is john in 84 pa wants to talk about elephant ears how are you john welcome to kdka hey, hey good morning doug hey listen um I'm looking at your website, and I see that Pharaoh's mask is real interesting, uh, and is as is redemption. Is there anybody local that's going to handle those? I hope so. We'll see when they're in full supply here. But uh, they told me at the Mid-Atlantic Nursery Trade Show that they were building up their you know supplies and will be sending them out there. So we, we just got to hope. If not, you know— well, I, you know, I went to the website where you were, who's producing these, and they don't sell to the general public, I don't believe. Right, but they'll like I've already seen online. There's a bunch of different online sources. It's too early to order them. You know, most okay. of those, most of the online sources that I looked at said, you know, out of stock, that sort of thing. Uh, but uh, we get another couple months into this, we'll be able to find them online or locally especially that uh hawaiian waikiki one that like again that was available last year so should be able to get it do you have you grown them before before uh the giant ones and and they do magnificent i mean you can't stop them they just they multiply it's unbelievable and what do you do with them on the through the winter i bring them inside put them in peat moss just what? dig them up you know, take the bulb cut them off dig the bulb Put it in peat moss in a container, store it in my garage, put them back out next year, and they grow like weeds. Yeah, when do you bring them back out? Oh, very early, actually, uh, even before we're done frosting, because uh, if they get a little nip, that's okay. Uh, there's more coming behind them all the time. One thing uh, that I'm going to have in the story about those uh, elephant ears is those ones specifically, the breeder was telling me that when you just get a few sprouts to cut them off, and that will force the bulb to make even more. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, well, maybe that's why I have so many, because they <laughs> just <they> run. <laughs> so what did you think when you saw those crazy colors? Oh, I love them. Yeah. I, I particularly the, um, oh, what's that, the, the Pharaoh's, not Pharaoh, uh, yeah, Pharaoh's mask, I think they call it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's really a very, very... You know, the photo that you have of redemption, I think, is a little out of focus. Yeah, it's it's one I pulled off the web. But uh, actually, I know that Mrs. Know-It-All has grown redemption. So I'll be interested to hear when she comes on, to t when she's going to be talking about what she saw at the Mid-Atlantic Nursery Trade Show in Baltimore. But I, I, I remember her telling me that she grows redemption. So, Ask yeah, where she I will. I will. We'll find out okay. for sure. So, all right. Thanks so much for your call. Well, one of the jobs we can do, and I wouldn't do it today, <laughs> I'm just going to have enough trouble getting that driveway done, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully it'll warm up a little bit. Uh, but pruning, this is, you know, we're in the dormant season for pruning. Uh, pruning is both a science and an art, but 
you know, one of the things that I do right now is I'll go through every part of the garden and, and find grapevines and cut those to the ground because they are such a pain. You know, one of the guys from Davey told me, like, you should cut them down when they're in leaf so you can tell if, if you got everything or not. But this is a time where I've got time to do it. I'll walk through the woods. I'll walk through the garden. I'll cut those. But basic pruning for, you know, things that don't bloom in the spring, you know, this is the time to do it. You didn't, you know, you wouldn't want to do a dogwood. You wouldn't want to do a rhododendron. You wouldn't want to do an azalea just because you'd be cutting off your flowers for next year. They have buds that are already on. So do a little bit of research. But, you know, crab apple is something, you know, the fruit trees you could do. Certainly oaks. Uh, you know, we're looking for crossing branches. We're looking for branches that are growing into the tree. Take your time whenever you're pruning. Look at that plant. Make one cut, come back. Make sure that you have sharp tools. Make sure you have the right tools. A pruning saw is is you know invaluable, with and and good hand pruners. Make sure they're sharp. You know, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. They make lots of of great tools you can get at your nursery hardware store to sharpen these different you know tools. And keeping them sharp makes, means they'll last forever. I've got a trowel that it was from my grandparents and. I even keep that sharp because again it'll it'll last longer and it makes your job so much easier. You've seen people or maybe you know we've all done it where you've got a pair of hand pruners and you're reaching up there and you got to squeeze so hard but when it's a nice sharp blade or a sharp pruning saw that makes all the difference in the world and real quick if you have a long thick branch you're going to cut off you cut it off about 18 inches away from the trunk then come back and take that last 18 inches off, about a quarter inch from the tree. All right, so next out, next segment, Mrs. Know-It-All. Yeah, Mrs. Know-It-All's back. All right, stay with us. Much more to come. Doug Oster, DougOster.com. It's been a while, but she's back. That's right. It's time for Mrs. Know-It-All. That's horticulturalist Denise Schreiber, fresh off her trip to Baltimore for the Mid-Atlantic Nursery Trade Show. And before we start talking about Mance, did you say, tell me you grew Redemption elephant ears? Yes. Yeah, I got it last year, and it did well enough that I was able to divide it and give it to my friend Martha. Where did you get it? That was the question. Yeah. Well, I was at Cultivate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I get it. I got An- one there. Another trade show. They gave it to you. Yeah. What did you get out of Mance then? What were, were what were your takeaways? Well, among other things, the cold you gave me. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. But um, two places I stopped at, and I mean, there's so much to see there to begin with. One is a um, a company called Myco Supply, and they are doing something. I think you got a sample too of Magic Gardener, and it is a preventative. Or fungal diseases like powdery mildew, downy mildew, those sort of things that you get like on your tomatoes and peppers. And it's actually another form of bacillus. And I would say the rest of the name, but it's analobibacillus. Yeah. It, it's like too long to say. And um, so I'm really excited that I'm going to be trying that out uh, this year. And, you know, especially, you know, when we get those humid summers, you get every fungal disease possible and then some that you ever never knew about too so it's an organic fungicide that's like a biological control right 
great. Um, it's a preventative. You know, it's not nothing is a hundred percent. You know, but it has a high rating for preventing diseases. Uh, the other thing I saw, and it's it's also organic, and it's it's a um, neem product. And, you know, we're used to the neem sprays and oils. These are two different, I don't know how you want to call it. Uh, one are neem prills, which are tiny little granules. And the other is, they call it a neem cake. And I'm like, huh? You know, that that's, doesn't sound appetizing at all. Ugh. And so um, it's actually a powder that you mix in. Both of these products can actually be mixed in with your soil ahead of time, or you can just top dress it when you start having issues with, you know, aphids, mealybugs, you know, all those fun friends that we don't like. And what they have is a, uh, a whole line of products. They also have, you know, the usual sprays and everything. But this way, you've kind of got a head start. You're not spraying anything, you know, especially indoors. You know, if you have, you know, some house plants, you know, you don't want to be spraying around, you know, with kids and, you know, your pets, especially mine. Mine would be there helping. Your cats. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, they're very they're very good helpers. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, I mean, there was a lot to see, but I, and there's another one called I must garden. I visited their uh, website or their uh, booth. Say it again. And they, I must garden. I must garden. Okay. And sorry, I can't talk. And they have a, a bunch of organic repellents and everything, but they have a groundhog repellent. Mm. And if you know me, the groundhog is my mortal enemy. I can deal with the deer. But I asked them about it, and they, you know, they use botanical oils, but they also include peppermint and rosemary. And I think lavender was another one that typically groundhogs hate. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, you know, those were like the three things that was like really seemed out. And I also visited a website, not a website, a booth. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We're running out of time there, Mrs. Know-It-All. Sorry about that. I'm sure there's more information. Next week, it's all about ticks. There are new diseases and problems on the horizon, and we're going to talk about how to stay safe with an expert. Don't forget, this Thursday, my new weekly free online classes start. Thursday's 5 p.m., and I'm answering questions, as always, after the show at DougOster.com. That's where you can also find information. Come with me this summer to the National Parks of America. Remember, organic gardeners. You make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. I was looking in the mirror last night. Speaking oh, that's of, scary. Speaking, it was. Speaking of elephant ears, do you <laughs> do your earlobes grow as the older you get? I always had those big lobes like Dumbo. You know, you jump off a. I'm looking like a jump basset. off a ramp. You take off. I look like a basset hound. <laughs> All right, thanks, Doug. Have a great day. All right, stay with us. Chicken, the topic of conversation, moments away on the Coons Cooking Hour on KDKA.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.